Hey, hi, and hello, beautiful people. You are listening to Limitless, the podcast on faith, life, and growth. And I am your host, Ifeanwa Moronike, and I'm so excited to finally be recording because my last episode was actually a pre-recorded episode that I recorded whilst I was at home. And I don't know if you guys can tell, um, I'm actually using my phone right now instead of my mic. I don't know if the audio is a bit different because of some unforeseen circumstances. But of course, that's not going to stop me from putting out an episode, especially this topic is meaty. I really hope that you guys grab a thing or two or plenty things, honestly, from this topic because it's pretty meaty. And um, I'm going to try my best. I've actually noticed this thing. Like once I've listened back to my podcast and I'm editing, I say like, like, um, um like a lot and sometimes i when i get passionate i really like i speak very fast oh i just said like again (laughs) but i speak really fast and so this episode i'm gonna try and be a better speaker so let's get into it all right so feeling far from god it's time to reconnect if you've selected this episode or you're listening to this episode maybe you're just listening it for leisure or maybe you're genuinely feeling quite far from God. Maybe you've been feeling far from God for a while and it's only now you're realizing, whoa, like I need to do something about this. This is not okay. So if you're in that category and you're feeling distant from God, or maybe your fire is just not the way it used to be. Maybe you used to love prayer. You used to love worship. You used to love reading your Bible. And now it's just so hard. (laughs) Like you open your Bible and it's like, how do I feel sleepy already? I haven't been reading for up to five minutes and your eyes are already closing. And you never feel sleepy when you're watching like a three hour Netflix series, but immediately you open your Bible like a spirit. I don't even know how to describe it because, you know, I can relate. So no judgment here. Or sometimes you want to go to church and then you just dread like the feeling of thinking, not even getting to church, just thinking about getting rid of a church and waking up for Sunday service is so agonizing. And you think back and you're like, I used to love these things. I used to love getting up in the morning more no, some people are not morning people but i used to love my sunday service i used to love prayer i used to love reading my bible and just my mind being blown like right now i'm reading the book of romans paul his anointing blows my mind so i'm really enjoying bible study right now and so sometimes you can be like oh that used to be me i used to love bible study i used to love reading the word of god i used to love prayer i used to love worship i used to love the church community now it just feels like everything is a chore Why do I feel like I'm doing these things out of obligation, rather out of free will, out of my heart, like doing these things because I want to do them? Well, bro, sis, I think there's a disconnect. The reason you are feeling like the things of God are a chore is because those things are now physical and you've removed the spiritual aspect of it. And once you've taken the Holy Spirit out of anything, out of anything you're supposed to be doing for God, then it is now useless. You can't say, I'm doing this for God, I'm living for God, I'm reading my Bible to know God more, to seek him more, but the Holy Spirit is not involved, then you're just doing an activity, you're just passing time. That is just like a kind of a hobby, like a, just a time passer, or maybe even a time waster, because if you're reading the Bible, you're not gaining anything, that's kind of a waste of your time. In my opinion, I ain't coming for anybody, just, but back then it was so easy, and then it just stopped, and it's like, but why? Because it doesn't disconnect. And that's why we're here. It's time to build up. I just want you guys to come to terms with, okay, maybe I'm feeling disconnected. Maybe I haven't been pushing. Maybe my fire has dwindled. What can we do? Can you guys hear that bird chirping? I'm so sorry. If I can edit it out, I will. (laughs) What can I do? 
What's the next step? Because this is, this is not okay. We cannot stay here. If we allow ourselves to stay in this place of disconnection and feeling far from God, we're only going to get further away and further into the world. The more we are away from God, the further we are into the world, the more dangerous it becomes because the devil has more of our hearts each time we give God less of our heart. And you don't want Satan in charge of your heart. You don't want him in charge of your mind. Once you're for the world, guys, that's another discussion anyway for another day, but we just know it's time to build up. It's time to reconnect. It's time to get that spiritual fire back up there and maintain that fire. So let's just get to the crux of the matter. Why do we disconnect in the first place? Well, I've just got a few a few um, reasons why some people may disconnect. Number one, disappointment. Now, I can relate. I, I was in this position really not that long ago, a couple months ago. Disappointment. You feel like, okay, the time I was on fire, I was praying, I was fasting, I was worshipping. And I was praying specifically for something or I was fasting specifically for something. And that thing that I really wanted did not come to pass. My prayer was not answered. And so because of that, you're like, okay, God, where are you? Have you abandoned me? Why did you allow this to happen to me? Start questioning God, which, you know, we, we have no right to do because God is sovereign over all. He knows why he does what he does. We should never question him. But then you want to question God and you start moving back from God. You start thinking, okay, I was praying, I was fasting, I was doing all these things I'm supposed to do and I still didn't get what I want. What's the point? Let me just go back to my old way of life, right? That's what happens sometimes when we get disappointed and we feel like, oh, God has abandoned us. But the thing is, I want to just ask you guys this question. That thing you were seeking from God, were you only seeking God because of that thing you wanted from him? Were you trying to use God and let there be more of a transactional relationship with, all right, I'm going to pray to you. I'm going to attend church services. I'm going to do all these things so you can give me this. Was that the mindset you had? And I want you guys to be honest with yourself. Because that means you were only seeking God for your selfish desires. Your prayer, your fasting was rooted in selfish desires. Because if your prayer and fasting was actually to build yourself spiritually and get closer to God, in times of trouble, it should keep you deeply rooted. You will not shake. The fact that you didn't just shake, you fell away means that your prayer and fasting, they weren't rooted in the right things. They were rooted in your selfish desires to get what you want from God. And that's not what prayer and fasting is about. So you've probably even had the wrong idea of those things in the first place. Your fasting is to make your body submit to the Holy Spirit, to deny your flesh, to grow further in the spirit. You're denying your flesh of food and you're allowing the spirit to fill you up instead. You're saying, my flesh shall not control me. The act of not allowing yourself to submit to your flesh is so powerful because this goes beyond fasting. We're even talking about sexual desires. For you to say, my flesh wants to do this, but I'm going to say no. That is powerful because you're not allowing your flesh to control you. You are controlling your flesh and that's how it should be. Anyway, that's just about fasting. But just ask yourself, why, why was I doing those things? Was I truly trying to seek God? Was I trying to seek what I could get from God? Was I trying to seek the giver of the gift or the gift itself? And if that was your reason, then you've got it all wrong. And the thing that the funniest thing is, that time when you're really disappointed, that time you're like, God has abandoned me and you want to move further away from God. That is the time you need to move closer to God because God is your solution to that problem. God is the only one that will be able to guide you on that right path. You don't know why God closed that door. Sometimes God closes doors that he wants to open for you, but you're not ready and he's still building you. And at that point where he's like, I'm still trying to build you, I'm still trying to build you. Maybe just a few more steps 
to your liberation. Maybe a disappointment comes and you move away. My dad usually says this thing. It's usually just before your breakthrough that things get harder. That's not the time to stop. That's the time to push harder, to seek God more when it's harder. You need to seek God whether you feel like it or not. Because your situation is temporary. And you need to be, look beyond the situation you're currently in. Um, and to open your eyes to where God is going to take you or where God is taking you. Do not allow the situation you're in to bring you further away from God. Let the situation, if it's a hard time in your life, let it bring you closer to God. Bring you deeper in Christ. Shame the devil. He wants you to break. He wants you to fall. You be like, no, I ain't falling. I shall not be falling. Thank you very much. That disappointment could easily be a test that the enemy wants you to fail. So that's one reason. Disappointment. We feel abandoned by God. And you need to know your reason in order to get to the solution. In order to move forward, you need to understand, okay, how did I get here in the first place? So that I will not fall back into this cycle again. Because life is not going to be a bed of roses. I'm so sorry. I would love for it to be. That would be awesome. But, you know, it says in a word that we're going to face trials and tribulation. But take heart. I have overcome the world. That's the words of Jesus himself. So we're going to face things that may not be great. But we need to learn how to overcome these things and move forward and draw closer to God. So the other thing that could be a reason for disconnection is distraction. Yo, us Gen Z. I'm very happy to be in this generation to an extent. Well, they'll, should I say that? <laughs> Do I, am I happy to be in this generation? I don't know. There are so many positives. Like, I love the fact that I can connect to my family. I can connect to people so easily through social media. I love the fact that, you know, we have podcasts now. I mean, this is what I'm doing. I love the fact that there is innovation in technology, in medicine, in science, in in life. There's so much development. But then there's also negative kind of developments and just mindsets that go against, that goes against the Bible. And, you know, social ideologies that I'm just like, eh, should that really be... Should that really be in our society? Especially like Christians, this modern Christianity and progressive Christianity. That is a different episode. So I am happy to be in this generation to an extent. But there are so many things that are always fighting for our attention. Guys, the amount of things that fight for my attention on a daily basis. YouTube, Netflix, Gist, Instagram, TikTok. Just people in general, activities to do. There are so many things that fight for my attention on a daily basis. Where is God amongst those things? That's the question we need to ask ourselves. What is your primary priority in life? Because now those things of this world, you know, when this world, fast, fast things, we've got things always coming out, new things always coming out, notification this, notification that, you always need to be on top of your game in terms of information. We're always getting information shoved down our throats, literally just from a notification on our phone. But are those things, have they taken the place of God in our life? Other desires that are taking God's place in your life to the extent that you're not even noticing the crack in your relationship with God. That's negligence. You're neglecting God and feeding yourself and consuming things that are not of him. And that's taking his place in your life. You guys know the verse, Matthew 6, 33. Seek first the kingdom of God and all its righteousness and everything shall be added unto you. You guys know that verse. That's a very popular verse. Seek first the kingdom of God. God's going to sort everything else out. Seek him first. We're running up and down. I said this, I mentioned this, I think in the last episode, no, two episodes ago, about money, money, money mindset that a lot of young people, especially in Nigeria, have. You're running up and down trying to make money. You're trying to avoid sakpa by all means. 
You've just put this as your number one in life to make money because of a fear of going broke or when it literally says if you seek God first, he's going to take care of everything else. Everything else. You're like, oh, I don't have time to seek God right now. I've got school. And school's not a bad thing. But once you, you allow school to be a distraction to your spiritual life, that's when it's like, okay, you really want to replace God with your schoolwork. Seeking God, he's going to take care of that. He's going to open your eyes of understanding so that when you do study, you will understand. When you do study, you will retain that knowledge. You can apply it. Seek God first and he will take care of everything else. Guys, I'm a testimony to that. For me to be in this school and do what I'm doing, it's all glory to God. Because when I first came, I was so scared because I resumed a bit late. Quite a few of us resumed a bit late. And I was so, 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 so scared. Because we had like, what, two months or less, two exams? Exams, not tests, exams. But I did them. And I give God all the glory because I don't know how he did it. I don't know how he did it. Because I did not rely on my own strength. In everything I do, do not rely on your own strength. Do not allow school to be a distraction. Oh, and soon. Oh, and guys, 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 guys. I'm so sorry for going off. But um, I was literally about to say how school should not be a distraction. But I'm actually going to do an episode on um, school and spirituality with my sister, who's going to be a guest on that episode. I cannot promise you when it's going to come out because she's also a very busy lady, a very busy lady, but she has so much wisdom and I need to get her on the podcast. So many other people. I have actually been gathering people that I would really love to be guests on the podcast so you guys can hear other people's voices, other points of view, so you can get an idea of the things you may be going through. There are some people that can relate or resonate with you guys more than me because they may have had those experiences. So that's why I want to get people from different walks of life, different experiences. So stay tuned for that because I'm super excited. I haven't interviewed anyone before for a podcast. This is going to be my first time and I am super duper excited. But yeah, so as I was saying, um, school should not be a distraction. You need to learn to balance. You need to learn to balance life. There are so many things in life that are not bad things, but they become bad things when you allow them to distract you from God. Your family, your friends, your your social life, they are not bad things. But once it takes God's place in your life, you have less time and space for God. And then you realize, hold on a minute, I haven't read my Bible in a while. Hold on a minute, I haven't prayed in a while. You just come to the realization, I have had so many things take up my time and I have given none to God. And you, you expect your spiritual life to grow. Do you really expect your spiritual life to grow? No. Just, no. You need to seek God. You need to actually seek him. The verse I mentioned a lot, if you seek me, you'll find me, if you seek me with all your heart. I believe that's Jeremiah 29, 13. God is ready. God is ready to connect with you. But are you willing, are you ready to connect with him? Or are you still busy with the things of the world? God, God is right there like, my daughter, my son, I'm right here. Let's go. Let's build that fire. And another distraction are things of the world in terms of the things you're consuming. Have you created an atmosphere that repels the Holy Spirit? Are you listening to music, watching things, doing things, surrounding yourself with people who do not encourage the Christian lifestyle or the things of God? Because as Christians, we all have the Holy Spirit. But the Holy Spirit is not going to manifest if you are feeding your spirit, if you're feeding yourself with the things of the world. It's fine. 
I want to have fun. I'm young. No problem. Have fun. But do not allow it to be fun that's poisoning your spirit. Christians can have fun. Let me tell you. We just have a different idea of fun. I have fun that will satisfy me, that will give me peace, that will give me joy, that will make me laugh. Not fun that two days later, I'm regretting it. Not fun that the day after, I have a hangover and I'm asking, ah, who has, I don't even know what drugs they take for, for hangovers, but or fun that leaves you high. And when you come off that high, you are lower than you began. Or fun that will cause you to violate your temple. That's not the kind of fun we need. And those things are the things that will repel your growth with God, that will hinder your growth with God, that will keep you away from God, that will disconnect you from God. And then one other reason that you may have disconnected from God, maybe you're changing levels. And maybe what you once did is no longer satisfying you. Maybe you no longer need milk. What you need is solid food. If you guys read um, Hebrews 5.13, where Paul is talking about people that are moving from milk to solid food. And that's like in terms of the word of God. It's not enough. The things you were doing before, it's not enough. Yes, it was good. You were really proud of yourself doing 20-minute prayers, but now you've leveled up. You need to be doing one hour. Yes, it was good. You were doing one-hour prayers, and now it's not enough for you. You need to be doing three hours, or maybe, I don't know. You just have to move forward. It was great before you were reading the verse of the day. Reading the verse of the day once a day. Now you need to be reading chapters, bro. <laughs> now you need to be reading chapters, sis. It was good before. You used to go to your normal Sunday service. Now you need to be attending prophetic programs now you need to be attending conferences that will teach you in depth you need to be doing more what you used to do is no longer satisfying you your spiritual capacity has increased and as your capacity increases the food that you intake the things you intake must also increase so now you need to you need to step it up the things that you're doing that feel old you're getting tired of praying you're getting tired of reading the bible because they're not enough for you anymore they're feeling like it's just an old boring routine, but you're not feeling the fire anymore because it's not enough. Your fire has increased. It needs more fuel. Meaning more prayer, more fasting, more seeking God. Opening up your heart to what he has for you. Building that intimacy. Okay, so where do we go from here? How do we get to the point where we reconnect? Once you've analyzed how did you disconnect in the first place and we go to, okay, how are we going to reconnect? Just note down how you disconnected before. And build yourself up so that if any situation comes up again, you know how to figure it out next time. Joshua 1, 8. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Yes, before, reading your Bible in the morning was great. But now you need to do day and night. Literally, not just day and night, not just reading your Bible, you need to meditate on the word. You need to learn the word of God because this should not depart from your mouth. You need to meditate on it. You need to actually live it. If the Bible is just a storybook to you, you're missing out on so much because there is a rema that you can catch from this, a revelation that will be transformational. But you will only be able to catch that rema if you meditate on it, if you study the word. You're not just reading it because... And uh, should be, they say Christians should be reading their Bible. Let me just read my Bible so that my prayer leader won't talk, so that my mom won't talk, so that my dad won't talk, so that my friend or my sister won't talk. No. You need to have an open heart to receive what God is ready to give you through his word or through prayer. Also, if your prayer life has become a routine, I have an episode on that. Um, has your, was it, has your Christian life become a routine? 
But so I think something around those those lines. But you should check out the episode if that is the case that you're in right now. But that's really seeking God more. And guidance is key. In this time, you're trying to step up again. You're trying to climb up the ladder that you fell from or you came down a few steps. Because obviously, once you disconnect, you're going to move down a couple of steps. So you're trying to climb up that ladder. In order to climb up and climb up successfully and stay up, you're going to need guidance. You cannot do your Christian walk alone. I have um, one of our prayer leaders and he said this thing. He said like, oh, no, I can do it myself. I can do it myself. I don't need anybody. If you could do it yourself, you would have done it already. All right. (laughs) If you could build up yourself, if you could reconnect back to God just like that and build that fire just like that by yourself, you would have done it already, but you haven't. So, I mean, even back then, Paul and the apostles, they went from church to church guiding believers. What do you think all the books of the New Testament were? Romans, Ephesians, Corinthians, Philippians, Galatians, all those books that we love. That's what it was. They were letters to various churches. They needed guidance. A lot of them were actual spiritual babies. Some of you guys may not be spiritual babies, but you have backslid. And so you need guidance to get back up again. People that will help you. People that will help you in love, not out of judgment. Because some people that backslide, and you may be living a life that you know God is not proud of. What you need is somebody who would guide you out of that situation in love. And open your heart to the life God truly wants for you. So find that community that will keep you accountable. Find those people that you trust and you know have your best interests at heart to keep you accountable. And then of course, get rid of distractions. Separate yourself from the things or the people that caused you to disconnect in the first place. If you know you're listening to music that is pulling your hearts from God. Yo, (laughs) stop. Delete it. It's hard. I am not going to lie. It's hard, but delete it. If No, but that's only if you're, you're ready to reconnect. If you're still like, mm, one foot in, one foot out, all right, that's separate. But if you're ready to reconnect, completely separate yourself from everything that caused you to disconnect in the first place. If it was something you were watching that was causing images in your mind and giving you desires that you know are not godly, that caused you to disconnect from God, then stop. Yes, it's hard. Drop those things that are not glorifying God. Or they're not encouraging his presence in your life. And then once you drop those things, next thing you need to feed your spirit the right food. For those of the, us that, or those people that are in the category of, okay, it's not like I completely disconnected, it's just that I really need to feed myself more spiritually. That's literally what you need to do. What do I mean by feeding yourself spiritually? Feeding yourself with the word. Spending more time in intimate prayer. Not just more time in prayer in general intimate prayer prayer with alignment it's so important that your prayers are in alignment because if they're not you are most likely not going to get the answer you want you can pray but they may not be the answer you want because you're not praying in alignment with his will but once you build that intimacy with the holy spirit and he guides your prayers because he says we know not what to pray then you begin to pray in alignment you feel that connection as you're praying doesn't feel like oh i'm just praying to air You hear God. You see, once you're praying, you know it's reaching heaven. Once you've built that intimacy, prayer isn't like a one-way street. It's a conversation you hear from God. Regardless whether it's audibly or through your heart or through a conviction or through the word, you hear from God because you've built that intimacy, the relationship where where, we're talking. It's not just God, I want this, I want that, I want this, I want that. You're talking with God. You're talking to God. It's so amazing for us to get to that stage. Make prayer and praise a lifestyle. That's another thing. Make it a lifestyle. 
Maybe you're getting tired of it because it's like, okay, every six o'clock I'm going to wake up and pray for this amount of time. Then I'm going to arrive for this amount of time. Then I go about my day. Then I repeat the same thing tomorrow. Then the next day. Then the next day. Then the next day. It needs to be a lifestyle. And I don't mean like you need to go into five hours of prayer every... No. Like a lifestyle is when you get the opportunity, you can go into a short prayer. You can worship. You can sing. You can praise. You can even bring Jesus up in a conversation. Do you know how many amazing conversations you have with just fellow believers? I'm not just saying, oh, in a church setting. You can just be in maybe one of your friend's rooms and something comes up and you just end up bringing up. You just bring up something to do with God and you have an amazing conversation. God is not one you talk about just in church. No, you t- he's your life. Jesus is your life. And so everything you do must flow Jesus. Everyone must feel that this girl is a Jesus girl. This guy is a Jesus guy. It may seem like a cheesy tag. <laughs> but that's what it means when you give your life to Christ. Your life to Christ. Not parts of your life. Not just the parts, not the, the parts on Sunday. Your life to Christ. That's to reconnect. Everything you do is Jesus. Is Jesus first. Before you start an exam, pray. When you want to eat, pray. You step out, you're safe, pray. Come back in, you're safe, pray. About to sleep, pray. Wake up, pray. You hear from your parents, they're doing good, praise. You just got good exam results, praise. Make those things a lifestyle. It's just about doing it with your heart. Doing it because you want to seek God, because you love God, because you want to know him more. Because you want to form the connection. The connection that cannot be broken. I mean, who can separate us from the love of God? No one can separate us from the love of God. God will love us regardless. It's us that moves away from him. Once your spirit is willing to connect, guys, you will find that connection. You will find that connection. Because Jesus is already willing to connect. It's us that's stopping it. So I, I do pray that this episode is truly a blessing to you and the people you share it to because I, I'm, really, I'm really praying that you guys are sharing this to your people, sharing it to your friends, to your family, to your loved ones and I pray it's a blessing to those that you share it to. Before we end, I really want to us to pray well, Ephesians 1, 17 to 19 because these verses are a great way for you to start this journey of reconnection. Okay, so I'm reading this in TPT, which is the Passion Translation. Ephesians 1, I'll start at 17. And I just want you guys to pray along. You can read your Bible as well. Pray this prayer. If you're really ready to reconnect, pray this prayer. I pray that the Father of glory, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, will impart to you the riches of the spirits of wisdom and the spirit of revelation. To know him through your deep intimacy with him. 18. I pray that the light of God will illuminate the eyes of your imagination, flooding you with light until you experience the full revelation of the hope of his calling that is the wealth of god's glorious inheritance that he finds in us his holy ones 19 i pray that you'll continually experience the immeasurable greatness of god's power made available to you through faith then your lives will be an advertisement of this immense power as it works through you this is the mighty power and then it continues you can read you can continue reading that's ephesians 1 17 to 19 I want you guys to meditate over those verses, pray over those verses. If you're ready to reconnect, guys, this is the time. God is ready. Are you ready? God is excited to get you back. Are you excited to go back? Start today. Start building the fire today. It's not too late. Start today. Start now. 
And so, guys, I'm just going to, of course, I'm going to remind you to leave a rating, to leave a review, to share with people. You can pick one. I, I mentioned three things. You can pick one. Either leave a rating, either leave a review, or share with someone. Do one of the three. And if you ever want to just start a conversation on social media, my Instagram should be in the description on Apple Podcasts. I don't know about other podcast platforms, but they should be there. If not, it's if anyone underscore mo. That's if anyone underscore mo because you know my middle name or any care so if anyone underscore mo on instagram if you ever want to have a chat or discussion or you have an idea of something you want to discuss on the podcast i got an idea for an episode i want to do soon through a poll i did on instagram so feel free i'm always open and ready to discuss something you guys really want me to talk about and um god bless you god bless you have an amazing week have an amazing day remember to smile maybe your smile could really cheer someone up so god bless you guys I'll see you next week. Bye.